Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But it's this new normal and we can spend time with family. Like we are going to see family over the holidays and I can't yeah. wait to see them. And we're all vaccinated and we're taking tests and we'll mask up on the drive down and all these things. But mm-hmm because of these vaccines like we can have a normal life we can see our family we can see our friends we cannot go to weezer concerts and go to company holiday parties <laughs> yeah Last it's year. peace of mind but we're in a place now where it's totally normal it is it's almost like brushing your teeth like you just you got to do it you just got to yeah. do it welcome to modern minorities this is the show about work and life told through the lens of what makes each of us different I'm Sharon Lee Tony, a Chinese-American girl born and raised in New York City. And I'm Roman Segal, an Indian-American boy who came from Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Through conversations with some really interesting people, we uncover the stories, perspectives, and often unspoken truths about how our guests uniquely experience the world. It doesn't matter where you're from, the color of your skin, or who you love. We're all minorities somehow, but we're no one's model minority. This is a show about all of you, for all of us. Hey, Roman. Hey, Sharon. How's your holiday season going? Uh, what holiday season? I'm <laughs> so fucking swamped, dude. It's not even funny. Why are we even talking? There's things I could be doing right now. You're such a grumpy old man. Oh, right. You've got your new grown-up job. Yeah, yeah. It takes up all my time. But then on top of that, there's all the family duties, being a husband, being a dad, and then my other kids, a.k.a. these podcasts, all these podcasts <laughs> and these other creative projects I like keep coming up with and doing on the margins. Well, maybe now folks will understand how hard it was for the rest of us mere mortals to keep this podcast going these past couple of years. <laughs> I think the real problem is uh, there, there's a saying and it's if you need something done, find a busy person. And I just I don't think. People like you and I know how to slow down. No, we definitely don't. We're very type A and very go, 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 and very prove to ourselves that we can be better, right? Every single time. (laughs) Because we didn't become a doctor. Because we didn't become doctors. Exactly. (laughs) We're like making up for all the things we failed at in life. But that is what I love about this time of year because you can't help but take a moment to slow down. First, you've got Halloween and then even Diwali. The Festival of Lights. The Festival of Lights. Then there was Thanksgiving and soon there's Christmas. And then after that, don't forget New Year's and then Chinese New Year's. I think you mean Lunar New Year's. <laughs> sure, that. Sure. Yeah, Lunar New Year's or, or whatever, else. whatever the kids are calling it today. But yeah. I guess you're right that while there are so many opportunities to slow down this season, we have to make the effort to really stop and smell the roses. Sharon, I think you mean stop and smell the dumplings. Oh my gosh. Is this where you tell me that our guest today is a world famous dumpling chef? No, sadly, we cannot book renowned Hong Kong chef Mak Kwai Pui, or or better yet, actually, 
Pixar's Domi Shi, who oh. did that dumpling, that bow. Yes. I gotta get her. I want to meet Domi Shi. I love that bow short. It made me cry. It totally made me cry. And my kids. It, not tur- it didn't make you turn red? It didn't make me turn red. But whenever my kids know that I'm upset at them, it's funny. He'll be like, let's watch the bow movie because he knows it. Like It'll make mom cry. It'll make mommy <laughs> soften because it'll make me realize how much I love my little dumplings. <laughs> Okay. So okay. Anyway, I digress. So no guests this week. And I just figured we just haven't caught up for a while with everything going on. And since we're talking about catching up with family and friends, we should start here on this podcast. I mean, Sharon, do we have to? We already did have my sister on the pod. And I loved, oh my gosh, Mandy, I loved having you on this pod. And I love talking to her, not just about the importance of COVID vaccines, but also to learn all about your childhood secrets that you hadn't already shared, Roman. This is why she was everyone's favorite. (laughs) She really has been. No, but what are your plans? It feels like this is the first year where folks are actually starting to really get back together with family and friends over the holidays. Oh boy. I see where you're going with this. I see what this is all about. Wait, what what do you mean? What do you mean? Isn't this for you? Tell me that this week's episode is sponsored by the Department of Health and Human Services, who we are big fans of. Well, yes, you got me. And while we do want to encourage the importance of all of our smart and savvy listeners with great podcast tastes to make sure they're getting their latest COVID vaccines. That's right. Beyond just making time to share that home cooking that you've been craving, it's also time to update your COVID vaccine. Updated vaccines now protect against the original COVID virus and Omicron. Which is safe and effective. And you can find the latest information at vaccines.gov. Yeah, these latest vaccines are here just in time to make sure those family gatherings are safer and extra special. You can find and schedule your updated COVID vaccines for everyone five and up at vaccines.gov. Right. We can do this together. But more importantly, because it's important to not just think of ourselves, but the safety of our communities and families as we start to gather more this season. That is so well said, Sharon. Is that it? Hang on, let me check my emails from my favorite international secret agent, Dan. Yep. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've got our own NPR pledge drive going, but instead of tote bags, we're promoting folks to get their latest vaccines, which believe it or not, like uh, we joke, but like this has been the coolest sponsor I think we've gotten. Like total bragging rights. We actually got to do good. Yeah. We try to do good with this pod, but like, guys, get your vaccines. Like, yeah. Like, so important. We'll share more why later, but so important. Yeah, I really agree. And it's been a long run, right? Talking about vaccines. And I think by now our listeners are really getting that we genuinely care about this cause. It's something that is very near and dear to our hearts as parents, as children of older parents, as people who care about our health overall. So I'm very grateful that we've had such a great partner for all this time. Yeah, that's really sweet. Yes. But mostly, I just want to know what you're doing for the holidays. <laughs> because I, mean, I know I know I'm definitely gonna get a great holiday card from you. I get one every year. It's like can, a, I, tell, can I can I make a confession? Uh oh. There was um we only get a fixed amount. My wife won't let the list grow and grow and grow. And so <laughs> she's like, no new friends, Roman. No new friends. No, she said no new friends. It's like, let's keep this in check. How yeah. many of these people do you actually stay in touch with? So we instituted a system where we would cut people. Oh. And and I had to create the system because all my <laughs> wife said was just like no more people. Right. You figure it out. 
Right. And so my system is if I haven't had a meaningful conversation, that can be an email, a text, something with someone, mm -hmm. and I don't get a holiday card from them. So nothing. Right. You get cut. And wait, in what period of time though? Like in the in the in the last over, over the year? year, over the past over year. The year. So, so, okay. so as we update the spreadsheet to get ready to do the mail merge to print yep. the labels, and I yep. know there's all sorts of like cheaper systems. I like the manual labor part of it. Anyway, yep. so I think I've alluded to like the non-podcast interview project that led to doing these podcasts where you were one of the people I interviewed. Yep. That was the year you got cut, Sharon. <gasps> and I got and cut I remember from the during that list. whole thing. Yeah. You you was like Hey, hey, Ramen, I, I didn't get your card this year. What happened? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. So um, you're like, I'm asking you for your life secrets, but you didn't even make the list. <laughs> I, I should go back and see if, because there are some people on the that interview project that didn't. And most of our guests aren't on the list. Right. We should right. totally send thank you stickers or something. We to should. Our guests. We should. But anyway, that is my. Uh, that is my confession. I never knew that. <laughs> but now that you bring that up, it's been a couple of years since that project, but I do remember mentioning that to you because it really was like, there's a gaping hole in my life when I don't get that card from you. And I never- It's intentionally cheesy. And I don't send them out. Like, like I haven't sent a Christmas card. I'll do e-cards sometimes. You know what's going to get me in trouble? Yeah. There's like probably a friend or a friend of a friend who I haven't talked to for a while that's like listening to this pod. It's like- Hey, wait, I stopped getting yeah, Roman exactly. Stickers. Like, wait, hold on. He's still sending those? It's been like five years since I last got one. <laughs> e email hi mom at modbypod.com <laughs> to complain about. No, if email. Yeah, if, if you if you got if you haven't received a, a holiday card from Roman Sigel in the last however long, email. No, us. no, no, no. You have to email a picture of the last Roman oh, holiday card yeah. that you got. Yeah. Don't put please don't post it to social because I am about privacy and all that stuff. But like if you are a lapsed friend who might have gotten cut from the holiday card, <laughs> no. Here's what you have to do to work you to your way back picture. onto the list. No, no, no. Here the here's what you have to do. You have to do a bunch of things, <laughs> and I'll send you something extra. You have to send us an email. Hi, mom at momipod.com. You have to show me a picture or describe the last rum and holiday card you got. Oh my goodness! You have to guess the name of one of Sharon's children who she just like so liberally mentions on this pod. And or I'll make it an and or so you don't because that's the best show on TV right now. But you and or you have to tell me how you're doing. That that was the yeah, criteria. Have that's we, a good I'm one. I'm not even going to make you leave a review for this podcast because I'm done asking for those. But yeah. like, tell me how you're doing. That is a and good one. That's a good I one. I will not only send you the the latest iteration but what of the Roman. Okay. Yeah. What okay. if the last one you sent them was, I don't, I don't even remember all of them, but let's say you sent them one. And they don't remember that one. They remember one from years ago. Like the one that I always remember from you is you and your wife. She wasn't your wife yet, I don't think, at the time. And you guys were in like Patagonia or Antarctica with the penguins. You were somewhere no, cold. So she, she wasn't in that. She wasn't in the picture. That, that was when I was <laughs> a single guy. That's, that's when I was the sad single guy. No, she was in the picture like of my life. She didn't go to Antarctica with me. My buddy Will did. Oh. Who, but anyway. Um, but she wasn't in the when, photo? That's before. Like, we we were half, like, sleeping over. She moved to Singapore with me the year before. Right. But, right. like, <laughs> we weren't at the level of seriousness where she was on the holiday card. Like, my old roommate had been on holiday cards that's before, That's funny. Right? But, because in my mind, see, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, if you've gotten these cards from me over the years, like, my mind has 
somehow put your wife into that photo. Because I remember that photo. Mm. And in my head, she was with you on that trip. So if I could say her name out loud, I'd be like, wife name, you've always been in my she mind anyway to together. Oh, she, yeah. This doesn't matter. Doesn't. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I, I listen to you way too much. But the the sheer amount of I I would argue I might have more ex girlfriends that listen to the podcast that get than get the Christmas card. But ex girlfriends, oh ex girlfriends, why why are you listening, ex girlfriends? What why why? Because I'm a great guy. <laughs> I'm a platonic friend. I've never even wait, thought about how many ex boyfriends might you, be listening. Do you have ex boyfriends on your holiday card? They list? might be our whole listenership. No, just kidding. Ex boyfriends on my email holiday list. I don't think Wait, so. Email holiday list? Do you have a? I don't email send out. No, list? I don't send out real. That's why you never get. Yeah, one that's from why me. you got cut. That's yeah, why yeah, you got yeah, cut. yeah. I don't send. I, I really don't send. Uh, I got this buddy Loka in Texas. Like mm-hmm. we're completely out of touch. But right. him and his wife, who I went to business school with, I still get their holiday cards, so they're still on the list. Yeah, see, that's love. I'm on their list. People, people who send holiday cards in the mail are are like the most loving people. And I have to say, on they're behalf, just, they're just OCD. We're but just no, OCD. on behalf of all the people that don't send you a card back. Can I just say, we do appreciate it. Like every time I get one, I really appreciate it. And then I feel guilt for like, oh But do you man. send them a message at least? Do you like text them or no, email them? No, I'm a terrible or... friend. No. I'm this a terrible- This is why you get cut from This lists. is why I get cut from everyone's You're going to die with like no holiday no cards. No holiday cards. Yeah. Zero. Zero. What are we supposed to be talking about again? The holidays and vaccines <laughs> <laughs> and getting together in person with people. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So- I- I think that was a respectful tangent, but I actually think it's, it's weird, Sharon, because I think everything has changed, Mm -hmm. but I do feel like it's, it's not, oh, that's amazing. So normally Sharon and I don't have video on, and today we decided to have video so we could stare into each other's eyes, watching this roll each other's eyes at each other, but (laughs) Sharon's son just like walked in and closed that door, which I did. And Sharon just turned around and she went from laughing cute Sharon to, I saw, I saw just. Did what, you see like Tiger, Tiger Mom? Mom? You saw Tiger, I saw Tiger Mom, Mom come out. She like looked, she turned around <laughs> and she like put her finger up in the air. She's like, and then her son just like, oh boy, <laughs> getting out. I had one finger on my lips. Actually, you didn't see that. One finger on my lips to be like, hush. And then yes, the other hand was like, go away. <laughs> now what happens when you can't see me? That's what happens on my side. We're not Sorry. doing a video podcast ever. No, no, okay. So look, I do feel like things were starting to get to like a new normal. Why do you think that is? I mean, uh, I mean, your son was just in the picture. I think it changed for me when when my son, who he's now less than two years old, it, when he was able to get his vaccine, like, and that was only a few months ago, and that felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder. And even a few weeks ago, my daughter got her the latest booster, mm-hmm. and I cannot tell you. Like, we're taking precautions, but we're, we go to birthday parties, and kid goes, to, youngest goes to daycare, daughter's in public school, rides the bus, you know. Right, right. And she's not always masked. And once they got their vaccines, I was just like. <sighs> it's a sigh of relief. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like, it's like they can wear seatbelts now. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we all got COVID last January, so about mm. a year ago. Same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, beginning of 2022, right? Beginning of 2022, yeah. And we all got it. And like everybody in the school community that we were in, basically everybody got it last January. Mm-hmm. And it is such a big difference because I remember not being extremely worried, but just concerned. And even though 
we were vaccinated. I think my kids, I can't remember. Would they have been vaccinated last January? They would have been and they got it anyway. Well, so that's the thing. Not a, not a doctor, right? Yeah. Not a doctor. Sorry, mom and dad. But like, but you got Dr. Mandy. But you still can get COVID. Sure. But the vaccine makes it not as bad. Not as, as it right. could be. Not as serious. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's still being sick and it sucks, but right. it could be a lot worse. And that's the thing. It's like this fear of like our kids getting it when they're not vaccinated. And that was when the moment that they got their vaccine, I was like, okay, it's inevitable that it could happen. Right. But now at least, and, and the kids did get it, to be clear. When we, yeah. same time last year, January, yeah, we all got it. It was because of my son and daycare. And I think my daughter, I can't remember if my daughter was vaccinated at the time, but it was really scary. Right. My son. It is it. really. There's that, that at-risk thing, like yep. this at-risk population. Yeah. And he had a fever for a few days. And, uh, and now that, so here we are again, right? It's It's COVID season again at their school. I think mm-hmm. the difference, maybe the big difference is this year they mandated it at our school anyway. Like you had to, you you had to be up to date with your, with the updated vaccine in addition to mm-hmm. the, like, but even before coming back to school, like everybody had to get their new updated vaccine for the season. So in the third grade anyway, there's like two cases right now. We just got emailed and stuff. And as a parent, I'm not as worried. Like, yeah. so he might... He might he might get it because it is super contagious, but mm-hmm. because he's been vaccinated and he's had his updated vaccine this season, it's completely it's like a completely yeah. different thing than even just a year ago when all we has had it, was like it, that. Has first it changed series. the sort of things that you do, like as a family, that or that you let the kids go out and do? Yeah, like pre-vaccine, we were basically still in quarantine. Right, like they were going to school and wearing masks and things and things like that, but we really didn't have that many play dates. They weren't mm-hmm. going to parties. Now, life is very much back to normal. Like they're playing basketball all the time, and basketball is like a lot of sweat and breathing on each other, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, and we've got kids at our house almost every weekend, or they're they're hanging out with their friends a bunch. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot more social. How, how do you how do you bridge that? Do you talk to the parents to the do you, that the, the other kids are vaccinated? Like can we you- we mentioned. I think I think we're. It also like the school is so transparent about it that it it allows the parents to be very transparent. Like so, this weekend, for example, right? So Friday, oh, in a pri- your kids are not in public. They're in private school. They're in private school. So they can do the school can make they it can all. mandate that stuff. Yeah, and uh, Friday, the like kids were diagnosed with COVID. Whatever. Saturday there was a play date and I texted the mom and I was like, Hey, by the way, there was a kid in, in my son's class that tested positive. I just thought you should know, like, I'm not too worried, but I want you to know. And she was like, Oh, it's funny because in our class, someone had it too. So we just both agreed, like, let's test both kids. And if they are with like a rapid test and if they're clear, free and clear, then let's get together. And if she had said, I'd love, I'd be more comfortable if they're wearing masks or whatever during the play date, I would have just said, okay, let's, let's just all mask up yeah. as a family, right? Like, so that, that's like the new normal. That's the new yep, normal. Yep. And it's like totally fine to, to request those things of each other as well, I feel. Yeah, I think so. Because now there's like no excuses. Before yep. the vaccines, it, it was testing and how are you living your life? But now it's just like, are you, are you vaccinated? Um, right. I think right. knowing that and having that conversation with people is, I, I guess it just has to be this new accepted norm. Yeah. Yeah. And how about on your side? Like what's been different for you and 
even what you're doing? How are you making decisions on what you're doing? Yeah, a little bit of the same. Like after we got it, my daughter, we started swim, like swim mm-hmm. lessons. We had held back on all the extracurriculars when right. she was still going to school, but there wasn't a lot of other things. So we did that. Birthday parties. God, I feel like the birthday party budget, just like so many <laughs> things that you just have to get done. And it's funny, we haven't done we had always been living in apartments for most of my daughter's birthdays. So we just did birthdays with family. We'd fly down to visit them or we'd do them at school. Right. But the year of the pandemic, she turned four and before her birthday was right before, during the lockdowns. But yeah. we had planned this big party at our new house. And so worked out that we had a lot of snacks and beer at our house. <laughs> a lot of Corona, actually. Um, and But we couldn't have it. And then the next year, she was in daycare. So I think we just did like a daycare thing and pay for the pizza and the cupcakes. Yep. And then the next year, which was last year... We just did cupcakes at the playground with all her friends. Hmm. Right. So outdoors. This year, yeah. But yep. now since then, she's been to a lot of like trampoline house birthday parties and birthday parties to the YMCA and yeah. birthday yeah. parties at the make your own soap thing and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And so she's like, oh, I'm having a birthday party. This year. So <laughs> like, and we're, we're legitimately planning that. So there's that. We've done small gatherings before. It was just your friends in your bubble. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we'll leave the windows open. Let's go do outdoor dining. Let's have a picnic. But now. We still haven't really cracked the code on indoor dining. I've done it like for work stuff. Sometimes for work stuff, I in the warmer months, I request an outdoor thing. But so, and then honestly, like for work, my actual job, like I'm commuting into Manhattan again. Right. I'm riding the train. I'm in an office unmasked with the full thing. Yeah. And that actually are you a Are you in of, a mask on the train? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So commute around the subway, I wear the mask. Yep. As soon as I come out in the part of Manhattan I work in, the mask comes off. I walk into the office because I know everyone in my office is vaccinated. So right. there's some industry stuff. I, I did a trip for a big board meeting and I saw a bunch of people out in LA. Someone I didn't get to see because someone's son got sick. That uh, would be me. That would be me. And that wasn't even <laughs> with did COVID. Get... He didn't have COVID though. He was just sick. But I, I've got to hang out with other friends of the pod, right? Like I went right. into their house. And so that was that was nice. So I've I've done some fun stuff. Yeah. But it's mostly like interpersonal. Yeah. With, with Have you gone to any Weezer concerts? Why? <laughs> why do you have to bring up a really sore? Do you about this? Do you about like why I'm so upset about this? You told me once. Re- refresh our memories. Okay. Okay. So first, in the pandemic, Weezer came out with a really great orchestral album. Weezer yeah. by all time. If you've ever been, I'm more like Matt Damon from the SNL sketch. We'll put right. the link in the show notes. Right. But and it was in LA and. In a non-COVID world, and it was an outdoor event, et cetera, mm-hmm. and I've got enough friends in LA that I'm like, dude, I'm flying out to Weezer. Like, I've seen them in Japan. I've been on a cruise ship with the band. Yeah. Like, I've seen them so many times. And so I didn't go. And OK Human, that orchestral album that they played in some massive outdoor, I think it might have been the Hollywood Bowl. Like, it was, uh-huh. I've seen videos of it. I was like, oh, my God, that looks like such a good show. So I didn't go. The next year, so this year, Weezer has a four-album project called Seasons, where there's one album inspired by every season. Mm-hmm. And Weezer took up a Broadway residency. And it was around when my birthday is. So the week of my birthday, yeah, Weezer was performing like a week-long show on Broadway. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to this. I yeah. have to. You have this to go. This will be the first. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. My kid's vaccinated. Yep. One of my kids isn't yet, but I'll make this work. Right. And I held off. I held off. I held off because I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. What I were you waiting for? So why were you waiting? You well, just wanted to be like, available. Sure. It was gonna be, I think it was going to be a game time decision. I was okay. Because like, okay. my son wasn't vaccinated. In yeah. Large crowd, et cetera. They canceled the show because not enough people bought tickets. <gasps> because uh, 
Because everyone's like you. Everyone that likes yeah. Weezer is like you. Wow. Non-committal. That we are is not insane. BTS fans. So oh, yeah. That's sad. I'll don't tell Susie Shin. Ask. <laughs> I totally feel like we've got to like ping Susie and be like, did that because Remen didn't buy tickets and convince everyone in the New York metro area? It's all dads with dads, moms and dads with kids, like in their 30s. Because I think you single handedly could have swayed that. I I, I know you, I know how convincing you are and how deep and wide your networks are. I feel like if you were to have put together, I don't even know how people do this nowadays, whether it's an Evite or I don't know how they do big group <laughs> coordinations, a, a doodle poll, whatever, but you could have gotten like probably at least a hundred of your friends. Not that that would yeah. have changed the decision entirely, but it would have helped. It would have helped. I know. And I was vaccinated. And you were vaccinated. And Rivers was vaccinated. And, Rivers... and it would have been a theater of New York progressives yeah. who like Weezer who were all vaccinated. Exactly. And it probably would have been a slightly smaller crowd anyway, right? Because they weren't going to sell it out, but it would have been enough to, for them to keep the, the show going. What you about you? That? Like, have, have you, have you done any travel for like, you've, you've actually done, you've been on a plane. I've done travel. have been vaccinated longer. Yeah. Yeah. So we traveled and we went to a wedding. We went to my hmm. cousin's wedding a few weeks ago and that was the first time I have to really think about this because I want to know if I'm telling the truth. I think I am telling the truth. That was the first time in the last two or three years that I went to a social event where I was in the same room with that many people. It was a Chinese banquet. So for those of you who have attended a Chinese banquet, you know how it goes. It's like round tables, 10 to 12 people at a table. In any given room, there's like probably 10 to 15 tables. So you have about 150 people all crammed into a Chinese restaurant. And we, we flew. We were on a plane. I'll be honest, we didn't we didn't mask on the plane. Don't judge me. What? Yeah, we didn't. Because I wasn't sure. I brought well, that, some... that's the thing. Oh, less than half of planes, because I've only done one flight in the last yeah. three years yeah. for my LA trip. And it's only like a third of the plane is masked. Right. Like, so I brought them because I was like, well, I just didn't know what the social norms were. I know what the CDC guidelines are. So yes, I probably ignored those. But I didn't know what the social norms were. I did see that all the flight attendants had their masks on, but then I looked and when at- you were about you and your husband and your kids, everyone was vaccinated though. Yeah, we're all vaccinated. Okay. Yeah, so we weren't completely going cold, whatever you call yeah. that. So we 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 flew. We were all vaccinated. We and then we went to a wedding, and it was just really nice to be around so many people in a room. Yeah, and I've read actually it's during taxi. Yeah, on the plane where the air circulation is different like mm-hmm. that's where you should have your mask on but once the plane's in the air i, I feel like there have been some studies because they were like monitoring like infection rates of flight attendants and they were lower like don't take me up on this but i feel like that was a, a i read thing early yeah. on in the pandemic i was reading about how the filtered air is cleaner because it is the way how, how often it circulates in filters yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so, but once you're on the ground, it's it's like so so in the airport, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right, because you're you're in an enclosed space, and that isn't yeah. being, you're not getting but any. I think, I, I think the big theme though is it's just we are allowed to live in this new normal because of vaccines. It just honestly it makes everyone feel safer and better, and make your choices on masking and other things. Right. Um, but if you have your vaccine, you're. I'm not going to say you're going to be fine, but it's just like it's this extra layer of protection. It's, mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's like a seatbelt, like you said. It's yeah. just kind of like 
the likelihood of you getting into a car accident is pretty small, but Mm -hmm. knowing that, knowing that you're strapped in just helps to give you that peace of mind. Yeah. You know what? I, I am never going to feel safe from what Sharon daycare bugs. Oh my God. (laughs) Those are the worst. We are those take, yeah, those take out anybody. No one really gets it till you have a child and they, and they come home sick and then they get you sick and it's like it's just a rotating gauntlet every few worst. weeks yeah someone's sick and the funny thing is it's like someone's got the sniffles someone's got a sore throat mm-hmm. symptoms right symptoms and we right. are testing god knows how many covid tests we go through in this house and we're testing negative 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 but we're just being careful and we're like right it's daycare bugs right it's daycare bugs and yeah. uh, we're just like in this gauntlet of like non-stop daycare bugs <laughs> yeah yeah i've been there i've been there they'll grow out of it mainly because they'll grow out of daycare yeah, but it's yeah. one of those things where it's like they're not growing out of it because they get stronger because as a grown-up you also when you get sick from those daycare bugs it's gross uh, i do think something that has changed though is that in the past before covid you would get sick and you would just think oh i've got the sniffles or i have a little cough mm-hmm. or i have maybe even allergies depending on mm-hmm. symptoms and And I know for sure, like whenever I get just even a little bit sick, but definitely when my kids are getting sick, the big question is always, well, is it COVID? Like, do I have COVID? Do they have COVID? Mm -hmm. My older one actually came home early from school today. The nurse called and she was like, he's not feeling too well. And immediately I was like, can you give him a rapid test? Like immediately, right? It's not even like, oh, does he have a fever? Mm -hmm. Like, does he have a sore throat? Does it do his ears hurt? The typical thing. It was like, can we just see if it's COVID or not? So that wow. that has changed. Yeah, it's it's becoming like a a way of life, right? Our perception, but even how we react. It's like two years ago, it's this massive freakout, and there's just this normalization. And I I read an article is people are actually the goal is to lose count of how many vaccines you've gotten, how many boosters you've gotten. That's a good thing because it's becoming normalized. Getting your COVID mm. vaccine, your updated COVID vaccine, yeah, is just like getting your flu shot. Right. Just something you just have to do. You should do. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor, the Department of Health and Human Services. Oh, yeah. HHS has still got it. Have they got a cure for for my holiday shopping blues? Sure. I mean, if you count preventing COVID as the cure for the holiday blues. Well, I guess it is that time again to encourage everyone to get their COVID vaccine. Oh, yeah. Vaccines. (laughs) You know... Getting my vaccine card updates is like getting my subway card punched. If only it came with a free sandwich. I think it did for a while, uh, at least free donuts. But, uh, (laughs) you know, Sharon, getting your latest updated COVID vaccine is even better with the holidays upon us, especially if it means getting more time to safely catch up with your family. Ah, yes. Updated vaccines now protect against the original COVID virus and Omicron, which means we all have more time to enjoy that home cooking and mom dishes that we've all been craving. Yeah, these latest vaccines are here just in time to make those family gatherings safer and extra special. Boom, just did it. Uh, did what? Find the perfect holiday gift for all your family, friends, and favorite (laughs) podcast co-hosts? No, even better, I just scheduled my free vaccine today. Oh, snap. That was pretty easy. Damn straight. Find updated COVID vaccines for everyone over the age of five at vaccines.gov. Just be sure to bring candy for everyone five and up. I'm a big fan of candy, for sure. Um, And our kids do like a good candy taster to to go with all of their vaccines. Kids, anyone five and up deserves a post-vaccine candy treat. (laughs) 
uh, present company included. It is the holiday season after all. Fair enough. COVID is serious stuff. And we want to make sure all of you are ridiculously thoughtful, stylish, hip, and favorite podcast listeners are getting the latest and greatest COVID vaccines. Especially with those amazing holiday sweaters. <laughs> That's right, Sharon. COVID is still serious stuff. So we've all got to do everything we can to keep ourselves and the people we love safe. Let's all do our part to protect ourselves, our families, and our communities this holiday season. Talk to a doctor if you have any questions. You can find the latest vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this together. This spot was paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, who we are big fans of. But now, back to our show. So, Sharon, can I kind of make a confession about something? You might as well, because you just confessed that you cut me from your Christmas list. So, <laughs> what what else? What else do you want to share here today? I just got COVID. You just got COVID? <laughs> Well, not the we've, first time. I got it. I got been, it last year, but I got it again. Yeah. Oh, don't, you guys, don't you love how he just buried the lead? Like we talked for how long we've been talking? At least half an hour <laughs> about vaccines and getting COVID with your vaccines. But um, that's that's better, right? Like I, yeah, I'm vaccinated. And so. didn't you just go to your company's holiday party? Yeah. And I don't think it was that. And like that caused oh. some very awkward emails and texts after, because I think it was, it was right after Thanksgiving. So we didn't do anything for Thanksgiving mm. and, yeah. but a number of my teammates did. And that's, that's fine. Like they went and saw their family and on Monday after Thanksgiving, probably the worst day to come back to the office. We had a meeting and Monday night, I got a text from this teammate. She's like, uh, my mom and tested positive. I've tested positive. So the entire team. We're all literally on Slack showing pictures of our negative tests for a couple of days. Yeah. And I even remember later in the week, the day of the holiday party, I sat down next to a coworker and she was like, your teammate, I don't want to sit next to you in this meeting. I was like, no, no, it's fine. I'm, I've totally, I've tested negative. Go to the holiday party. And it's the first real like party I've been to in three years. Private room at the back of a bar, but it's only my teammates from my the New York office of my company. Yep. But it's loud music. We're all drinking and we're you're shouting over the music in each other's ears and faces. Yeah. And my wife actually is like, that's probably a super spreader event. She made that joke. And I was like, no, no, because by the time in the week, everyone who would have gotten sick from the holidays had was that was not at the holiday party. We already knew that. Right. And but then late Friday night, Saturday, I was feeling symptoms. Do what yep. you do. Take the test. You're like, ah, I'm not going to get it. It's fine. It's going to be another test. And there was a, a very, very thin, 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 thin pink line on that test. A thin pink line. <laughs> so you were just, you were just pregnant. You weren't really yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and then so then what followed? So it's the weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm like, normally you just text your teammates. You know, hey. Right. Just want to let you. I had to look up almost everyone at the company. Oh no! <laughs> Their cell numbers on like right. the emergency contact list, and I'm texting them in the morning, and everyone's cool because they're like, "How are you feeling?" And, right, right. Which, by the way, that should have been the first question you asked, Sharon. I'm sorry. So making fun of me. Well, I. It's funny. I didn't ask you that because we've been looking at each other now for 30 minutes or longer, <laughs> and you don't look like you're sick at all. And you sound a little bit now that you've yeah. mentioned it. I can hear it in your voice. But you, it's my sexy, sick podcast. It's your voice. sexy, yeah, gravelly voice. But you look like you're actually glowing. I don't know if it's because you're also drinking whiskey right now. <laughs> Not a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> but you actually don't look, you don't look like you're sick at all. And I think, yeah, man, we have the vaccines to thank for. Why that do you too, think that right? is? Yeah. Why do you think? Look, I unfortunately, you know, I 
masked up, isolated from my family, which my wife was a big fan of over yeah. the weekend with kids. And we're testing the kids now. And and so honestly, did like, she, I, I did she get it? No, no one's gotten it. No one else in the house has it. Because wow. like, and the minute we found out, we just like, all right, let's isolate. I'll just wear a mask. I'm still playing with the kids, but I yeah. wear a mask when I'm around them. I've been working from home this week, so I just keep all the windows open and it's really cold in the house. Sure. Day. And look, they still could get it. It mm. could happen. And I tested negative this morning and we'll test everyone in the morning tomorrow. Right. And we're wearing masks and we're out to be cautious. But it's thank God everyone has their vaccine. Thank God my kids have the latest vaccines. Totally. And I, the seatbelt. We yeah. were in a car accident. We were in a car accident and yeah. nobody got hurt. We might not be out of the woods. I don't know. But it's just like, I the way I feel about this now versus a year ago when my baby son was not vaccinated because he couldn't be. Yeah. Like, you would have been terrified, I, right? Like that's a very really different place It was one of the scariest be. experiences of my life because you didn't know yeah. what you didn't know. And I, man, I'm, I, I hope we're okay. And it's, I, I don't want to say this pandemic is like this inevitable thing, but it's this new normal. And we can we can spend time with family. Like we are going to see family over the holidays. Like the, right. we're talking about what are, we're driving down to see some of my wife's family over the holidays, and I can't yeah. wait to see them. And we're all vaccinated, and we're taking tests, and we'll mask up when we go to the rest stop on the drive down, and all these things. But mm -hmm. it's because of these vaccines. Like we can have a normal life. We can see our family. We can see our friends. We cannot go to Weezer concerts and go to company <laughs> holiday parties. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually the, the glow comes from like i feel i think it's going to be okay i think this has been kind of like rounding a corner on this thing for me yeah a lot it's, of things it's peace of mind i i know that you in particular were very concerned because you did have an infant now now i can't believe he's two almost yeah right yeah. but you did have an infant you and and you just overall have young kids that like there was there was just nothing for them for a while, and and that is really, that is really scary. But we're in a place now where it's totally normal. It is. It's almost like brushing your teeth. Like you just you got to do it. You just got to yeah. do it. So Sharon, mm -hmm. if you could tell <laughs> my younger self, not even your younger self, if you could my tell my pre-pandemic self, <laughs> twenty nineteen Sharon, if you could give her a piece of advice. Oh wow. What would you tell 2019, Sharon? About vaccines? No, just about Just anything. in general? Oh, my God. I'd probably say... Buy Zoom stock. Buy Zoom stock. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably say that. I would probably say that it's all going to end up okay. That, like, I'd probably actually say the next couple of years are going to be wild. Not going to tell you why. <laughs> not going to tell you why. Not going to ruin it for you. But it is going to be wild. And the world is going to experience something all at once that is beyond anything you've ever seen before. And, and you'll be gonna... like, oh, you would be like, I love BTS. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. And I think I'm also going to be honest and say, and because if I told her that today, I still, I still have so many questions, right? Like there's still so many unknowns, but- but I would say it's going to be all right, though, and and you're going to be fine, and your health is really important. So invest in that and enjoy enjoy the time that you have with the people you love. Hmm. That's what you did. Movie nights, right? Movie nights. Yeah, movie nights. And I think it's also, you talk about cutting the Christmas list. I think COVID forced us to do that in some ways, for, like for the better, right? 
I think we've all become closer to the people that mean a lot to us and maybe just figured out where to prioritize our, our attention. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of zoom friends, like friendships and partnerships, like this podcast, my other one, um, mm-hmm. and even some collaborations. There's still some people that I spent a lot of time on a screen or on the phone with these past couple of years that uh, it's, it's ironic. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. have had the opportunity to. Yeah. I've, I've life. developed just... relationships with people that I've never met before in person. Yeah. Right. And I feel like before 2020, that really was very rare. So mm. I'm thankful for that too. Nice. Well, I think that maybe it's time for us to do a holiday speed round, Roman. What do you think? What? Yep. I'm not ready. People <laughs> tell me I'm not supposed to be ready. No one's ever ready for our speed rounds. All right, here we go. What's one thing about you no one expects from this past year? Hmm. I actually kind of stumped myself with this one. I didn't learn how to make sourdough bread. They you did? No, I didn't. That's oh, not, you that didn't. was a stereotypical thing. I totally you didn't. didn't do that. Oh, I thought you said you did. I'd be like, well, I'm shocked. Here, Here's the thing. I, believe it or not, I didn't learn any new skills. Like, other people learned how to make sourdough bread or got good at woodworking. <laughs> like, wait, 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 I, wait, wait, wait. You did. Let me, you learned how to podcast. No, but I, no, we already did. That's the, yeah, we oh, got better. This past year, remember, from we're, we're not some of those. To... We're not some of those losers that were like, "Oh, the pandemic. Let's start a podcast." Like we already had plans to do this thing. We did. You're right. And then we did you're it right. in spite of the po- pandemic. You're, and you're all correct. those people who did it for like six months or you like three years later. Yes. But I. So maybe we got better at it. But it's like I don't. Maybe it's because of the podcast. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take up woodworking. I didn't. My wife's pretty mad. That I didn't get handy around the house. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Uh, you wasted the whole you? year. You wasted the whole. Waste year. the whole two to three years. Yeah. <laughs> What's thanks, modern minorities? But I yeah. got these stickers. What's one thing about you that no one expected from this th- last year? Yeah. Man, you're starting to make me really think the same thing. Like this year has gone by so fast. I, oh my gosh, no one expects, something that no one expects about me from the last year. Okay, here's something. I told myself that I would start driving regularly when I moved out to LA. I've been living in Los Angeles for two and like almost a half years, two years and a couple months. And I still do not drive. Not that I don't drive, period. I'll, like, drive, like, three minutes to go, like, drop off my kids at some local But You're not, like, place. cruising down the PCA but I'm not on, yeah, on the yeah, way to Malibu. No, I'm not shit. on the freeway. I am not. If I have to go somewhere that's, like, 20 minutes away or farther, I will get mm. someone else to drive me in one way or another. But the problem is, Sharon? What? You don't have a hot enough ride. Like, when I was out in L.A. <laughs> no, I'm not going to kid. When I was out in L.A., friend yeah. of the pod, safe who you might remember from all of our Ramadan episodes and all yeah. the music stuff he does. We met up for breakfast, but he lives in like Orange County, not Los Angeles. Yeah. And he drove up. I was like, you sure you mind? Come. He's like, yeah, yeah. We'll hang out. We'll go to breakfast. We'll right. take you to the airport. Right. He rolls up in like this classic, like nineties Beamer. Might be nineties nice. Beamer. Yeah. Convertible. Nice. And I'm just like, that's, and like, he's like, yeah, I moved out here. I had to get this car. He tells me the yeah. whole story about it. Yeah. And well, I don't know. Yeah. We have, so I, I don't know much about cars and granted, I didn't pick this one. My husband did, but 
we have a convertible. It's a Mercedes-Benz AMG. I forget what style, but it's it's a Mercedes-Benz amazing, like powerful engine convertible. Like it is a ride. Like if I was a different woman, I would totally be in that car with like, I don't even know what I would wear, but like with some like really hot fly outfit, like I'd be rocking this thing. Did you just say fly? Yeah, it's it. Like, because I'm from the okay. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. at first I was going to be like in stiletto heels, and but like that's not what anyone wears anymore. So I I just, I don't know. Okay. I can't. I, I, so you I just, didn't become a driver. You I did didn't not become a driver a this year. Okay. Not that no one would have expected I would be. So I have no idea. But it, I <laughs> surprised LA? myself. I'm like, like, come on, Sharon, get with the program. Right. What is a holiday book or movie that has characters that you relate to? Mm. I recently watched Spirited, which was cute, I guess. That's um, the Ryan Reynolds Ryan and Reynolds, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cute, cute. But I think, I don't know, it's so silly, but like I I, I could watch The Grinch movie over and over again. Mm-hmm. Not that I relate. Maybe I relate to The Grinch on some level. I'm The Grinch. You're <laughs> not The Grinch. You are The Grinch. You are The Grinch. You're like Will Ferrell from Elf. You're happy about everything. <laughs> I do like Elf too. That's a cute one. How about you? What's up? What's your What's your holiday book or movie that you relate to? Well, I'm actually I'm experiencing it right now, and I'm gonna be reading it right through the holiday. So, as you may or may not know, I have another podcast called Quarantine Comics. Oh, I hate week. when you talk Thanks. about them. Yeah, the the thing that buys the us other. It's like the other woman. Content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, Ryan is the other woman. So, at the for the last few years. Um, Ryan, I, we, we read some pretty heavy shit on that pod. If you only listen to the quarantine comics episodes we put on Modern Minorities, it's like, wow, they read some depressing ass shit. Yeah. But for Christmas, Ryan's Christmas gift is to let me read. Like, we do a rereading of stuff. And there's this book oh. from years ago called Fables. It's like 20 volumes. We're only going to read 10 volumes for the podcast over two episodes in December. Mm-hmm. But it's 20 volumes. And as soon as we're done, I'm taking the next 10 volumes on this road trip for Christmas. And it's about fairy tales in the real world. ABC ripped it off and made a show called Once Upon a Time. The comic's way better. It's like won all the Eisner Awards, which is like the Oscars. And it's just got this, it's not necessarily about Christmas. Some of it takes place during Christmas, but it's just got this like fairy tale vibe. And it's just sweet, but at the same time, it's like very rated R. In terms of like adult themes of like war and sex and drugs and all these things. Yeah, fables. It's we're really enjoying it. And you should too. Like go to, uh, what I say, cool. the first two volumes are really slow, but yeah. they're world building. And once you get to like volume three, you're off to the races and there's twenty volumes of this thing. Like twenty. It's insane. And they're yeah. graphic novels. Graphic novels. Yeah. Cool. Fables. By Bill Willingham. Yeah. Put put the put the link in the show notes so our people can uh, can get uh, that done. Yes. What is one place that you'd want to go back to and spend time during the holidays? Hmm. I I think I've said this right. I want to go home. I haven't been home during the pandemic. I haven't been home for the holidays. We're going to go spend it with my wife's family this year. It's We are going to go see my folks. You know, the kids, the holidays, the house I grew up in. But yes, I do want to take a cool trip to Ireland or Vietnam or Australia to go visit friends or revisit places. My wife and I have been. Yeah. I haven't been to my childhood home. And I remember when we went for my daughter's second Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was really special. You know, Did Mandy um, go too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all the kids oh, were there together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And the whole crew. Yeah, a slightly bigger house than the smaller houses my sister and I live in in these much more expensive markets right. <laughs> than Alabama. And it's just and it's the 
it's like the place you grew up in and you have all your childhood memories and seeing your yeah. kids like run up the stairs the same way you used to yeah and, you know, hang yeah. in the kitchen with grandma so yeah that's fun what about you? That's funny. Where's you know, place you want to go back? the first place I thought of was we used to go to my Aunt Irene's house in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Yeah. And the irony is that, and so same thing, it would be like my aunts, my, my aunt, my, my two uncles, and then all my cousins. Mm-hmm. And we'd run up the stairs. We'd like slide down the stairs. There'd always be like tinsel wrapped around like the it, like the the rail of the stairs and a Christmas tree and presents for everybody and and she moved out of that house but my cousin bought it from her so my cousin lives in that house right now and I'd love to go back there with everybody like everybody would have to be there that's why I asked if Mandy would be at yours like it would have to be the same cast of characters yeah, yeah. but just and and then with all of their kids or all of their new partners yeah. or to be in that house. It gets harder, but it gets together. harder, right? It gets harder. Coordin- Never mind like the coordination, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just gets so much harder. Like there's so many every especially if once people start getting married or having a serious partner, because then you're splitting your time, right? Amongst like two families. So yes, absolutely. What's your favorite mom dish that you're looking forward to this holiday break? Since you'll be vaccinated and you can see your And I can family. see my mom. So I know I've said this before. My mom, like, just isn't a cook. <laughs> I love her dearly. She's a great mom. But she's 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 just not a cook. And she has cooked less and less as we've gotten older. But the one thing that she's always made that I really, really love is an apple crumb pie. And it's something that I've inherited. Like I, I use her same recipe and I make the same thing. So why, why you literally know over Thanksgiving, that was a dish I wanted to make because we had all these apples. Like really? what the hell? You're, you're I'm going to send you the recipe. I've got this great recipe. It's like super easy. And like the kids just love eating the top. They don't even yeah. bother with the apples, right? It's just like the crumb topping that they love. Yeah. But it's one of my favorite dishes. My mom doesn't, she won't make it this year because she doesn't make anything anymore, but I will. <laughs> I will make it. It's your mom. I will dish. Bring You're it. the mom. It's dish my now. mom dish that I now make for my mom. So nice. that's it's come full circle. Nice. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite mom dish for the? the or what holiday. are you looking for this holiday? Forward to this holiday. Well, for, it's a, a mother-in-law dish. dish, right? Ooh, so yeah, my right. mother-in-law is Chinese, but raised in Jamaica. Uh huh. And she makes jerk chicken. Oh <laughs> my I god! Really, that's my one request. So my mother-in-law is an excellent cook, and I'm not just yeah. saying that. Like, yeah, I've got an Asian mom and an Asian mom. And they both <laughs> can cook. And so lucky. <laughs> yeah. So. That's so great. I want your mother-in-law's jerk chicken recipe. And but the funny thing is, like, I've asked her about it and my yeah. wife as well she's like it's not hard you just put the jerk seasoning on the chicken i was like oh i could do that i should i should learn how to do that i guess wait so um, does she like she gets the seasoning like in a jar or something or is she makes i'm sure there's the like seasoning? others like with indian spices you've got to know like the ratios of the other right. stuff and the right, right, right. And stuff so i know there's something else she's doing and it's someone else making it for you and of there's course. love in the making of it so yeah 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 that's so great what's your least favorite food that you might not have to eat this holiday break Oh, I might have to eat it actually. Like, <laughs> so we're gonna be in North Carolina. It's yeah. actually I'm loving. I love this, but it's going to like I'm gonna have it so many times I'm gonna get sick. Chicken biscuits, man! Oh my god, they're Wait, so good and they're what, so bad. What are chicken biscuits? They're biscuits, southern yeah. biscuits. Yeah, with smothered with chicken chi- gravy. With, no, with with fried chicken in them, like the fried chicken in the middle. Oh, like chicken, it's like a sandwich, like a sandwich. And you get it for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and yeah. the place we're going to be, there's like one on every block. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so good. And if I have a heart attack over the holidays, you will know why. Yeah. Vaccines cannot prevent no. heart attacks from chicken from biscuits. Chicken biscuits. No. But why are they your least favorite food? No, they're like the best slash worst slash best slash worst. Oh, they're just right. I get it. So they taste they're the so best. Good, they're so good. They're, they're so bad. They're so good for bad. you. Understood. Understood. Yeah. What about you? What, what's the least favorite food you might have to eat this holiday break? Oh my gosh. I don't think I have a least favorite food. I honestly don't have a least favorite but food. But is there something you're going to get like stuck eating while you're visiting? Probably. I always feel like, I always feel like it's just a lot of like meat, right? Like a lot of holiday fare is turkey or ham or Mm -hmm. heavy, heavy, heavy things like that. I I find myself craving and missing vegetables sometimes at some of these meals. Because like if there are vegetables, they are things like sweet potatoes and and stuff like casserole. Like it's not, it just doesn't feel healthy. Just to bring it back to the theme of our show, Modern Minority. So the first time I started going to my wife's family house, when you you visit your parents, your parents bring up all the greatest hits. Right. It's similar to my mom made all the fried Indian food, right? So right. Your people, Chinese people. My people, yeah. You guys eat significantly more meat than my people do. We eat and so I, much meat, especially for I holidays. was like yeah. craving vegetables. Yeah. Like after yeah. five or six days at my wife's parents' house, and the food was delicious, but it's like right. every meal had three meat dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. So like my husband, right? So same thing. Like, and he, and and so he'll respond similarly too. And I'm like, but there are vegetables and he'll be like, they are soaking in grease (laughs) or like, like, not like the Chinese, like, like traditional Chinese, Chinese are like, they're, they're stir frying it. And there's just all, it's like literally swimming in like oil. And he's like, Sharon, like, where's the salad? I was like, they don't eat salad. Like Chinese people don't eat raw vegetables. Doesn't, it's not part of our cuisine. There's no... There's nothing. So yeah, totally. I I hear you and I feel you. Who's someone out there that you've had the best COVID vaccine related chat? Sorry. Right? Oh no. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Who's someone out there that you've had the best COVID vaccine related chat with besides me? Because this obviously is the best. Well, I'm glad you COVID gave me that out. Otherwise, I feel like yeah, it's set up. Yeah. I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's not really so quarantine comics. Like this thing, my buddy Ryan and I have been arguing about comic books over like New York City lunches and coffees for years. Mm-hmm. And we were literally walking around Manhattan. He was giving me some advice on how to record. I had a modern minority starting, and we after he gave me some advice, we went out for lunch and started arguing about comics like we should do this two weeks later the lockdowns happened and i was already doing these other podcasts right learnings from leaders and this one and i texted her i was like how you doing did you read that comic i mentioned it's like yeah i did and and so that's how quarantine comics was born my wife doesn't call that one a podcast she's like you and your buddy ryan drinking and talking to each other about comics you read right and we were recording a I've lost count of how many months ago it was. And he went to go get a beer before we started recording. And his wife came over and he married his wife in the middle of the pandemic. Right. And she was like, Roman, thank you for doing this. Like, this has really helped Ryan through the pandemic. I was like, I feel the exact same way. Like, because that one's, I'm not saying this show isn't as important, but it's like, this show gets heavy. This show has a purpose. The other one has a purpose. There's like no point to quarantine comics. It's just an excuse for my (laughs) buddy and I to read. Yeah. And we get serious. Like the best episodes are where we start reflecting on our own life 
based right. on the topic of the show. And it's really been one of our biggest fans is Ryan's aunt, Auntie Pinky. And she writes us the sweetest, one of our like 50 people I who listen to this that. show. And she writes us these really sweet notes. And it's just like, we just kind of do it for us. And yeah. it's still called Quarantine Comics. We joked, should we call it Vaccinated Comics? Like, no, because <laughs> we both record on a Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. in our respective like heidi hole yeah so it's it's been really good for me i'm, I I'm like glad that. i do that one I and like you've been that. on it too my friends I've who've been, been on it have it. so much fun yeah i got to meet ryan like i feel like i met i met a new friend because of it so yeah yeah long time from the pod what about you who's someone out there that you have had a really good like covid or vaccine chat with besides I think, me i think my favorite has been your sister Really? I love, first of all. Not really, but like, yeah, of, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, first of all, I've like heard so much about Mandy, right? Like we've, Mandy, you've been with us since day, well, you've been with Roman forever, but you've been with us since like day one, episode one. And then to actually have her on the show, I just felt like, I think a big part of why we do this is to connect with people and having mm. her on the show just made, it was, it was a part of you that came onto the show that like I've never met before. And mm. it was also, it just felt like, like, like it was so nice to have someone who listens on the show. The guests that we get a lot of times, I'm sure they're listening to at least one or two episodes, but she's been the, the last two episodes before they like right. have to become on our show. Right. right. Like they prep for it. But Mandy's known like every single person we've talked to. Mandy has listened to all of our banter. She's heard all of our jokes. She's probably like, she could probably like guess at our own speed round answers. And it was just really nice to have her here. Like it, it, it made it, it made this whole thing that we've been doing seem more real to actually have her here talking. Well, to and us. she actually knows what she's doing. Like, and she's, she's a great like, doctor. And, and yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 like she had all these great yeah, things yeah, to say yeah. about vaccines and geriatric care and and healthcare yeah. in general. But it was great to have her here. We need to get your sister on the show. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. You we, would. We used to sound exactly the same. I think our voices have changed a little bit. But that would be trippy to have her on the show. I'll, I'm going to ask her. I'll invite her. I think we did. I don't know if you remember from Mother's Day a few years ago. We had small chats with guest mothers. Like mm-hmm. I think we should, we should go we should back do that and like again. do something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Totally. So Sharon, I have to ask an obligatory last question. Yes. What does being and there's some sincerity to this question. I, what does being a vaccinated modern minority mean to you? Oh, that's such a good question. I think being a vaccinated modern minority means that I can I can keep doing all the things I love and I can keep spending time with people I care about and I can have that peace of mind because I know that my own loved ones are healthy and that and that I am also safe as well and so that's what that means for me. How about you? What does being a a vaccinated modern minority mean for you? Well, I haven't done it yet, but now that both kids are got their latest vaccine, Mm -hmm. dim sum. It's been three years. Yes, gotta go. Like, and we've done the pickup, but gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta have the ladies in the carts. Yeah, an experience. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. And like the sharing, like even like it's, it's things like that, Roman. Like. You think about those types of eating experiences, right? You've got like the lazy Susan, mm-hmm. you're all sharing, like it's a communal kind of experience. Yeah, that that's the macro of it. Like the communal communal sharing. So yep. much of 
I hate to say, it is a lot of minority experiences are these communal yeah. family style eating. Yep. Like in America, we call it family style. Right. No, that's just how you eat. That's just how that's we not eat. A, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're all eating from the same plate in the middle of the, in the middle of the table. And yes, being vaccinated means that we can do much more of that together safely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Sharon, I have no idea where any of this stuff is going. And I say that in the most macro ambiguous <laughs> sense but like i'm glad we continue to do this so me too thanks for thanks for it and happy holidays i know there's a bunch more episodes for the rest of the year but like everyone stay safe like go get your vaccine and thanks to our sponsor the department of health and human services we're in the thick of it this holiday season you got to make time to catch up with friends and family and we encourage all of you to make the time to get your updated covid vaccine and please stay safe out there thank you and thanks for keeping me on your christmas list this year Roman. I hope. Only because we have a podcast. Together. Only because we talk regularly. <laughs> <laughs> and let the rest of the world listen. And that's our show. Like what you heard? Please subscribe, leave a review, and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Now more than ever, people need to be hearing these stories. Please share our show with a friend or three. Want to learn more or got something to share? Visit modmypod.com or email us. Hi, mom, at modmypod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at modminpod. We'd love to hear from you. Now, here's a preview of our next episode. What happens is we as women and as women of color are not allowed the same ability and or grace to mess up, to get angry, to set standards. And I feel like that is really where we need to develop. None of us are infallible. But when we set up a dichotomy where if you're the boss or if you're older, you're automatically a horrible person. We look at people generationally and say, well, if you're millennial, you're great. If you're Gen Z, you're this. If you're Gen X, you're a jerk. Or if you're a boomer, forget it. We want you dead, right? That can't happen. I'm not a jerk because I'm Gen X and I have standards. That's it for now. I've been Roman Segel. And I'm still Sharon Lee Tony. Remember, we're all modern minorities out there. We'll talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.